Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Now you get four months free. That's not enough for you. How about changing your virtual location with just one click? That's not enough for you. How about it works on all your devices? That's not enough for you. How about a 30-day money-back guarantee? Is that still not enough for you? How about that online threat protection? Block online trackers, hackers, uh, annoying pop-up ads, malware. Browse securely on that unsecured Wi-Fi when you're traveling, when you're at the hotel, when you're at the airport, any of that stuff. NordVPN.com slash Fightful, the fastest VPN in the world subscribe to overseas services, get pay-per-views much more affordably than here in the States or wherever you are, really. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Four free months, 30-day money-back guarantee. Head over there. Check it out. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful, here with a name you know. We got Clark Connors. He's going to be at New Japan Rebel on 44th Street. This Friday, facing Minoru Suzuki. How you doing, man? Good. That's, uh, that's the best I've felt in about three months backwise. So we're on the right path, I think. Yeah, it's your return. You haven't wrestled in a few months. Uh, maybe, maybe explain to us like exactly, or if you know how how this happened, what sidelined you, and the recovery process. Yeah. Uh, so about three months ago, I was I was getting ready uh, for a couple matches, and I was just actually just at the gym squatting. Something I've done a thousand times, and uh, literally probably thousands and thousands of times. But uh, yeah, I just I lost form for a second, and um, I completely herniated my L5S1. Uh, and if you've seen my return video, it's about two millimeters from never walking again, which is nice to know, you know. So you know, there's always uh, fate on your side at some point. But uh, yeah, it's just been a long recovery process been stretching working out every day that's going to give me a lot of time to focus on some other things and uh yeah i've been i've been enjoying the process but i'm itching to get back in the ring i think the moral of the story is just don't work out like ever <laughs> yeah, no, I, I asked my doctor and I, she said i said well what can i do for the future she's like well probably just stop 
squatting that much weight. Well, yeah. well thanks. Yeah, no, you know, no shit. Don't wrestle either. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't yeah. fall on the ground repeatedly every day of your life for several years. I mean, that that's that's yeah. something that I think would be conducive to maybe not injuring your back. But uh, we're glad glad to see you back. At what point did you realize, okay, I'm good to go. I can do this. Or is there any like hesitation on your part? Are you like in your mind thinking? This is wrestling. Anything could happen when I'm out there, especially against a guy like Suzuki. Well, that that really is exactly kind of why I came back um, with that intention to wrestle Suzuki, to wrestle the guys who are going to be the heaviest hitters. Because uh, honestly, I think if I ease back into it slowly but surely, I know that I'd be very wary, and you know I don't want to hurt my back, and I don't know if I should do this move. <laughs> but I figured if you just throw me in the pocket with Minoru Suzuki. It's the old adage, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball, right? So if I can take the hardest hit from Minoru Suzuki, then I'm not too worried when I get hit by anybody else. So let's go right into the feet in the fire, baby. So you got that New York City this this Friday. Do you remember those Pace Picante commercials back in the day? Uh, I'd have to see it, but I, Listen, was, I think so. They're wearing the same kind of hats that you wear. They're out there, and they've got their salsa, and they're like, Pace Picante is made in San Antonio. Then they get the other brand and they're like, this one's made in New York City. <laughs> I, remember those. I feel yeah. like there's a missed opportunity yeah. there. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I got I to gotta reset my branding. I got to reach out to my t-shirt people. <laughs> that was yeah. the only reason I knew what Pace Picante was. I had no <laughs> clue. Those commercials absolutely worked. But you, you face Suzuki multiple times, just not in a one-on-one setting. Uh, how how does that differ for you? I mean, obviously, there there are so many variables there that are different when you're getting in the ring with a guy like Suzuki, who has decades behind him. Yeah, no. So like, I think the couple times I've been in there with him were as a young lion as well, which adds another layer to it, because um, he likes to really take out aggression on the young lions, really <laughs> kind of set the set the tone, as it were. And good form for it. I get it now. Not being a young lion anymore, they are pretty annoying. But <laughs> running around. But um, no, I think the biggest difference is I I watch his uh, kind of the pace of how he wrestles in a tag match versus in a in a singles match. In a singles match, he is a lot more drawn out, takes his time. Um, you can see all parts of his game versus he hasn't really ever felt me mat wrestle him because in a tag situation we're not usually going that way. So I think there's a lot of parts of my game that actually going to surprise him and that I've been adding to. And, uh, and so I think in that sense, I'm a more well-rounded than he's ever seen me. And I'm coming in as well, like I said, with just an untether from consequence and reality. So I'm coming in, I'm just going to leave it all out there either way. So I'm excited to uh, beat him man to man. You mentioned wanting to be in the ring with the hardest hitters in new Japan. What's the hardest you've ever been hit in wrestling? Oh man. Um, dude, you know, this what surprised you is like is uh, Hanma the other like okay. recently when I wrestled him one on one, I did not see that coming. You know he's, he's, he's the way he hits right is, is very robotic and he's he's got that hard neck, and it's that New Japan style of hit me, no hit me harder, no hit me, no hit me harder, and I hit him as hard as I fucking could, dude. And this dude blasted me so hard, and I was like my jaw shook and my eyes. I think my right eye still kind of coming back into place. But yeah, that dude's a real one. It's great though. Uh, a lot of people that might not have known who you were figured out who you were at Forbidden Door. You had a, a breakout performance there, which was obviously on short notice. You couldn't have, nobody could have predicted that that was going to happen. 
can you walk me through the process of you finding out that you were going to perform at Forbidden Door and, and sort of how, how you felt that all, all ended up for you? Yeah, no, man. Um, I think that they found out Ishii was injured on, if, if Forbidden Door was on Sunday, then they found out on Thursday, told me on Friday, and I was out the door on Saturday morning. Wow. So I had no idea. Yeah, it was, I found out actually that maybe, 15 to 30 minutes before everybody else did on Twitter or whatever the release was. They were like, Clark, can you go? Yep. All right, you're going. And then boom, they just announced it. Right. So not a lot of time to think about it. Not a lot of time to prepare, which um, I think for me is, was, was a good thing because I was just fo focused on just getting to America and then making sure I had my gear basically. And uh, the wrestling part for me is the easy part. I, uh, I, I knew that I could fit in to wherever I needed to be. I knew that the expectations are very low. Love that. I love when you have low expectations and you can just jump over them. And so uh, I, I use that to my advantage, I think, as well. And I, I thought it went well. Obviously, I would like to win. Sure. Uh, who wouldn't like to win? But, uh, but in terms of uh, making your first impression and making new fans and people eyes on myself for the New Japan product, I think I did a pretty good job of that. And, and being in the ring with guys like Pac, Malachi Black, Miro, I mean, like that is that's quite the spot to be introduced to that audience in as well. And and the match was well received; everybody seemed to like it. That's got to feel good too, right? Knowing like like going back and finding out, man, that was that was a banger. The crowd loved it. Yeah, no, it was cool. It was uh, those guys are all. I mean, obviously phenomenal wrestlers. They've been doing it for forever, and uh, to get in there and then to you know. There's obviously parts of the match that I like because I was, you know, not getting my ass kicked the whole time. <laughs> There's yeah. parts that I that were better than others, but uh, I I knew that no matter what, you know, when you're in something pretty fun and pretty, and you know, will leave an impact on someone. So feeling that in there and feeling it in there with guys who know what the hell they're doing was was that much better. And another forbidden door seemed to open recently. We got Gallows and Anderson just like strolling on a WWE TV while Anderson is still never open weight championship. I even told him, I hope it doesn't become the never going to defend that championship. Uh, what did you think when you saw that? Like what, what goes through your mind when you hear like these guys, one of which holds a title just popping up on WWE TV? Well, I think that anytime that you do business with the Good Brothers, there's always a chance that they're going to be doing something wild like that. I mean, that's that's just a part of the, the game. Uh, they told me they were going to WWE before they even left Impact. They were like, "Yeah, we're going." And like with them, I don't, I can't like be like reporting that because I think well, they're full of shit. I think they're lying. <laughs> but the thing is, they have never lied to me about anything yet. It's just I still can't trust them exactly right dude it's it's that it's that truth it's so so truthful that it doesn't even make sense it's real yeah no i get it man they uh those guys are truly i mean you know them just, they're probably better than i do but uh yeah anytime they kind of come into the situation they're always goofing around but they're always always making money somewhere so i wouldn't be surprised personally i want to see him come back and get his ass whooped by hikaleo because sure. I think he's going to do that. So, I mean, who knows what the, what the case is going to be, but we'll see. I'm excited. That's Saudi money though. Oof. I know. I know. <laughs> Carl was like, never again. Now he's like, well, maybe. <laughs> well, you know, started, you know, we'll do it I, somewhere overseas. I said never again, but how about maybe twice a year for the next five years? We'll settle there. Uh, oh, darn. 
Another yeah. name that you're very familiar with, obviously, Carl Fred- Fredericks uh, left New Japan this year. What were your, your thoughts on that? I mean, you've got a long history with him. Oh, Carl's my dude. Carl's, in, you know, him, Alex, and Gabe and all, we're best friends. You know, we're family. So um, I had known about his, um, where his mind was at for the, in terms of how New Japan was working out, how um, our contracts and our careers have worked out so far. And I know for him that he's got a lot of bigger, big plans in his life. You know, he's a phenomenal DJ. Uh, he's got a lot going on for him. So I always told him, hey, man, whatever makes you happy. So, you know, he's just trying different things right now, and I'm excited to see where it's going to uh, lead him. But I know it's big things for Carl of all time. No. all time. Feel free to tell me to go play in traffic, but are you like are you anchored down long term with New Japan? Have you guys seen Chuck Norris lately? He's still kicking butt, staying active well into his eighties. What's even more shocking is he looks more jacked than ever and seems to have more energy than guys half his age. And it's all thanks to Morning Kick, a revolutionary new daily drink from Roundhouse Provisions that combines ultra potent greens like spirulina and kale with probiotics, prebiotics, collagen, and even ashwagandha. Just mix it with water, stir, and enjoy. Unlike the other green drinks out there, this one tastes exactly like strawberry lemonade, has hundreds of five-star reviews. I love the taste of this. I love the way that I feel after drinking it. I've never felt better. My digestion is smoother. Body looks leaner. I have energy all day. I just feel younger. And the flavor is so much better than other green drinks. Go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful for up to 44% off your regular priced order. Every purchase is packed with a 90-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to experience smoother digestion, boost of energy, and overall a healthier body, go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful today. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. How is that working out? Because, I mean, I know around the start of each year, a lot of people free up. Yeah, no, I, I love New Japan. Uh, they've given me every opportunity in the world, but I'm, I'm also a businessman. Don't get me wrong. I, I would never say never to anything. So I want to I want to hear about it. You know, I'd like to it's nice to know where you're at in the, in the terms of the wrestling world. But my allegiances are firmly in New Japan right now. As long as I get the chance to actually show what I can do, and that's all I got to say about that. And uh, been about four, I've been with the company for four years now, under contract, and um, obviously the pandemic plays a role in that. So we'll see this 2023, and um, I know big things are coming on my end. So let's let's see if uh, they can hold up the bar air and the bargain too, because I want the best for everybody. You mentioned how the pandemic affected things, like 
it, it almost forced New Japan into a brand split with New Japan Strong. And I've loved that show ever since it came on. Like, when I saw that, I was like, that's what I thought NXT should kind of be. Like, where you've got these big stars, you've got younger guys, you've got guys that'll just show up. And that's what they've made NXT now with this hybrid of what it was and what it, it became. Now you see, like, Kevin Owens popping up there. That was happening on New Japan Strong, like, from the jump during the pandemic and it was a really it still is a really special show because you don't know what's going to happen don't know who's going to show up what was going through your mind when the pandemic hit and like how do they even tell you guys hey we're, we're doing this whole new brand and this is what we're gonna uh, use you guys with well yeah i mean well we were one of us the young lions especially in the la dojo side we were on that unlucky area where we didn't get our visas in time to go to Japan. Once we found that out, we were like, oh, we're going to be stuck over here for a good while. And uh, they just came with the idea. Um, the matchmakers came with that strong idea. And then it was kind of basically like, we basically you are going to make this show, base it around you guys to some extent, and hope you show your progression so you guys don't get lost in the shuffle, more or less. And um, for the first year of New Japan Strong, if you really break it down and watch it, it is a lot of it is about the young lions, you know, growing. Carl becoming uh, his his character finally, the alpha wolf. I kind of was on that long run of my final bit of excursion. And then the next year, it was kind of Alex's turn to do it. So there's obviously a lot of great storylines, and I think it is the best pure hour of professional wrestling that you can find if you just want to watch great wrestlers having great matches. Um, and now it's kind of evolving, I think. But but at first, it was really about us, I think. But, I mean, even then, like, look what it did for Fred Rosser's career. A lot of people I, – I interviewed him maybe about five months before that, and I was like, man, are you still wrestling because you don't take that many bookings these days? He's like, I am, and he's like, I'm going to ramp it up next year. Well, he didn't know the pandemic was going to happen. But, I mean, that sort of forced his hand, and now he's he's a premier player in New Japan, signed to New Japan fully as well. And I remember during that period, like – I'd see you against like Daniel Garcia or Leo Rush. And it's a lot of these matches that I wouldn't think up in my head initially. And New Japan was like, let's do it. Everybody's facing everybody. All these combinations of six man tags that were bangers as well. Like it became like one of, one of my favorite things to watch every week. Like I'd be exhausted after the week of coverage. And then I'd still be like, well, time to watch New Japan strong. It was, <laughs> it's got such a, it's, it's a very special show. And, uh, Glad it glad it came along like that. Uh, we I had also noticed, and I had almost forgot this. You worked a few ROH dates a few years ago. Now I know that you were with New Japan as well. What were your thoughts when New Japan ended up getting or uh, Ring of Honor got bought? Because I mean, even though you are you you you've shown your allegiance to New Japan, that is one less place effectively to leverage in the future. Yeah, man. No, that's. Don't get me wrong. Like I might be a pro wrestler, but I'm a, a businessman. I got a. I went to college, and I, you know, I, uh, I understand how you know supply and demand works. So don't. I love the idea of Ring of Honor, um, just being around, which is awesome. Yeah. Obviously, it's under the uh, the umbrella over there, the umbrella corporation over there. But um, I think that it's, I think that is good for business to get all those guys more time. I mean, no one ever says more titles is great, but I yeah. think it's great. If uh, it's given more people a platform to do their thing, obviously watching Garcia, watching Yuta, and obviously Jericho doing what he's doing, um, it tells more stories. 
but in terms of um, for for me for leveraging and all that, I, I still like the idea of being able to go over there and wrestle on another show. It's better than not having a show in, at all. So it's it's still a payday, you know, which is the beauty of it. But um, but at the time being, I'm not too worried about it once again because I am where I'm at with New Japan. Very happy. Now I've read online that you you had a background in football, but I couldn't find much beyond that. Like. like what you what position do you play? Like I, I'm I'm a huge football fan. I'm I'm interested to learn. Yeah. No, yeah, man. I uh I went to Cal Poly. I was uh like a preferred walk on over there. A little one double A big sky football. Um and I I played running back, but um and we were, we were a fucking uh, triple option. So it's like <laughs> so, the, so I was just like what we, I don't why am I running playing running back? I, nothing I love more than sprinting forty yards just to not get the ball. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, I played, and I played cornerback in, in high school. I was, you know, I was highly recruited at the uh, D3, D2 level. That's for sure. But um, yeah, nothing, nothing huge uh, football school wise. So, I mean, like physically, like what did, what did that do to you be? I mean, being a running back, we see it in the NFL all the time. Like people will play three years, hit their wall. They'll, they'll rush for 2000 yards. And then five years later, they're, they're out of the league. Like, Physically, how did you feel after that? Because, I mean, I wouldn't be able to tell that you took any significant damage based on the way that you work in the ring. But, I mean, that's your job is to make us think that you're hurt or not hurt, depending on the situation. <laughs> right. Well, I think uh, Chris Dewinsky would have a, have a word with you about, about my head. But, uh, but no, I saw the Tua was... thing live. It was horrifying. Dude, that, dude, that was nuts, man. No, it's it's like, and it makes you really think about it, but you know, it's one of those things where I remember playing and I, I was talking to my dad about it, especially in high school. Cause I would get 30 carries a game. We were a power eye offense. And uh, yeah, I would be like, yeah, I remember that game when I got knocked out. Remember that game when I, you know, and I know it's, it's, it's tough. And um, the, I think the cool thing though, is it's taught me how to protect myself in a lot of ways. Um, I've had every injury under the book at some point, you know, just getting banged up from, from, playing running back pretty much and and uh concussions and whatnot but um more than anything uh actually i hurt my back this is so how i have the herniated disc now when i was in college i have had a bulging disc from deadlifting and so i've been dealing with sciatica for like seven years so which is with travel and wrestling that's like everyone always says travel's the worst part right and that's what it was for me sitting on a plane sitting on a bus always killed me but at the same time i think it's taught me how to take care of my body better overall and so uh that's why i've been able to kind of take care of myself with this back injury as well so yeah it's i mean don't get me wrong i love football it's my favorite thing to watch and i love and i'm gambling again brother it's oh, good to man. be back <laughs> yeah i'm pissy i've but, got uh, i've got that DraftKings sponsorship but i can't do it here in kentucky like right. so like they're, they're paying to be on our audio and i'm like I sure wish I could I could cash in on these these deals that we're giving people. Who's your NFL team? I'm a Seahawks man. I'm from Seattle originally. So. What about Gino? Gino, baby. Oh my goodness, he's surprised. I'm blowing my mind. Him and None Russell Wilson did the Lindsay Lohan, Jamie Lee Curtis, Freaky Friday, and switched bodies. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I love it. I hope this makes the NFL take a look at like how they've done things for years and be like, maybe we shouldn't write people off so early. Hey man, because they won't, they're not going to write back. I'll say that much. They do. But yeah, no, I agree, man. I think that like, I didn't realize it because I mean, I'm obviously a big Seattle guy. So we were in the cult of Russell Wilson, which is cool because I, 
honestly, I, I love his corniness and all that shit. It's kind of funny. Yeah. But I didn't realize how often he just would make a play bad on his own, right? Like, mm-hmm. like there was a read there, but he would always just do it for Antarctica shit. And, I mean, he'd always make a play, which is great. And see, a lot more he could have been doing, you know, if he just you know, listen to the Pete, what Pete Carroll called. So, I yeah, I mean, I love Joe Burrow, and he got sacked so many times, but I think we saw in the first couple games this year, it's like he was responsible for a significant number of those just by tucking yeah. and, and falling down. And ever since then, his coaches said, get rid of the ball. He's not getting sacked anymore. It's great. Like, like, and that's what that's what you want out of a player. But, man, it makes me happy to see Geno Smith. It always makes me happy to see somebody emerge when they were written off, like, in the NBA, there are players that got cut by three or four different teams, and they make they make the All Star team when they finally land somewhere. I, I love to see it, but uh, we're not writing you off yet, even though you got the, you had that back injury. You're back against Suzuki Friday, New Japan Rumble on Forty Fourth Street in New York City. Oh, oh, oh man! Anything- no man, really excited. Yeah, anything you want to let the people know uh, before uh, we head out, obviously, where they can follow you on social media? Yeah, no, social media-wise, it's just at Clark Connors at Twitter, and I think it's at Clark.Connors on Instagram. But uh, the last thing I want to leave you with is uh, I've been working my butt off, getting back in shape, getting getting my back right. But the most important thing, too, was uh, a lot of wrestlers had reached out to me um, kind of when I got injured. And it was, I'm just hearing all support from people. It was great. And I actually, through one of the wrestlers, um, reached out to another wrestler in particular who knows Suzuki very well and who's actually been training me and teaching me some stuff. And he will be uh, at least backstage at the Rumble on 44th Street. But I'm going to see if we can get him out out there to come out and second me. So that's just a little something uh, for you. I've been, I've been kicking be ass. And I, I, like a while. I cannot. <laughs> but I am. I'm, I, as much as I would love to, because uh, I don't want to. I don't want Suzuki to find out. Say that. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, just a little something I want to leave you with. But uh, I'm ready to kick some ass, man. Let's get a while, baby. Clark Connors, I appreciate the time, guys. Check out New Japan Rumble on 44th Street this weekend. Until next time, guys. We're out. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.